What's going on everybody? It's your boy BigDeer93, aka Lone Wolf Kid, and I'm back with a brand new episode of the podcast. I hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving week and weekend for those lucky people who don't have to work over the weekend, who had a, what, maybe four, five day weekend? <laughs> sure wasn't me, I had to go to work. <laughs> um, even though work wasn't even that terrible, it was really slow as hell. But even then, I could have spent those t- that time at home doing nothing <laughs> instead of at work doing nothing. I don't get paid by the hour. I get paid by the job. <laughs> but anyways, how are you guys doing? Um, Thanksgiving week just passed by. It's the weekend after Thanksgiving. Today's Monday, so it's Cyber Monday. I know everybody's out um, buying stuff online for the stuff that, that they didn't get on Black Friday. <clears throat> but uh yeah my week was pretty okay um thanksgiving day went over to uh my tia's house uh to celebrate thanksgiving to eat and enjoy family company um and then afterwards went over to my friend's house to spend uh, thanksgiving with his family because his family is kind of like my family so uh, it's all the same it's all the same <laughs> but uh but i think this is the first Thanksgiving that I don't spend time with my dad's side of the family. Uh, they waited till the last minute to um, plan anything out for Thanksgiving. And uh, I mean, that's why I kept asking about if there was any plans. And they said no. So I went over to my friend's house. Uh, but you know, we always got Christmas. There's always two holidays back to back. In a couple of weeks, it'll be Christmas, and we'll be spending time with them, of course. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty much my Thanksgiving. And then, of course, Black Friday came along. I usually don't shop on Black Friday because, one, I have to go to work. And, two, I got Friendsgiving to go to. And uh, that's what I did. I worked, and then when I got off, I actually did go to Walmart. I went to Walmart to um, to get an outfit. I, I originally was going to go for a shirt. Because I needed a shirt for Friendsgiving. Uh, but at um, when I went over to my friend's house, I actually spilled hot chocolate all over my pants, my jeans. The jeans that I was actually going to wear to Friendsgiving the next day. <laughs> but uh, And obviously, I could have just washed my, my jeans. But that takes time, water, and electricity, and effort. So I said, you know what, since I'm going to Walmart, I might as well just buy some jeans here, you know, whatnot. And uh, I think I got a pretty good deal on them. I didn't even know they were on sale. Uh, Looking at the pair of clothes that I bought, uh, it looked like I was going to spend $40, but I ended up spending $28. Not bad. Not bad at all. So uh, I guess you could say a Black Friday shop. (laughs) A Black Friday shop without even knowing it. Because even too, like when I got off of work, I went straight to Walmart because I was like, all right, let me go get this stuff and get out. And then as I'm walking inside of Walmart, I see all these people like, you know, standing in line, long lines, people walking around. I was like, oh my goodness. I totally forgot it was Black Friday. I thought it was just a normal Friday. <laughs> but um, I mean, it wasn't too bad. They had a cashier at the uh, clothes section where I was at getting my clothes so I didn't take that long plus I don't like being in crowded areas uh, not because of COVID it's just even before COVID I hate being in, in crowded areas but uh but yeah that was pretty much my Thanksgiving and then 
over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, didn't really do much. I actually woke up Saturday feeling really bad. Um, like my stomach was overturned. I think I either ate too much or I just the, the alcohol I was drinking along with what I was eating just didn't mix well. So it was all it was all shits, like literally. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but I started throwing up too as well. So. Uh, it was just not a good morning and not a good day for me. Because as soon as I got home, I literally took a shower and knocked out and didn't wake up till Sunday at 6 in the morning. I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was about it. And here we are on Monday. I know uh, usually I record on Sunday, but like I said, I wasn't feeling that well. And plus I had things to do, you know, like wash clothes and go grocery shopping. And uh, plus I had family over for a little while after they came after church. And um, yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty much it. I was planning on doing some shopping for Cyber Monday, but I didn't even do that. <laughs> Did not even do that. But hopefully you guys and girls had a successful Black Friday, a successful Cyber Monday. And a successful Thanksgiving with friends and family for those, for any of those people that you call friends and family. Um, but yeah, we got some news to get to this week. Um, a lot of stuff in the movie section. But of course, we have one random news that I want to talk about real quick. And that random news is about Adele. Quote, we don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. She's saying this uh, because she wants Spotify to take the shuffle button off the album pages after Adele asked them to. Um, I understand that artists put thought and effort to every song and put them in order the way they think their album should be listened to. And... Um, I am a person that does that. I listen to the album in order, in the order that the artist has them in. But once I'm done listening to it like that, I put that thing on shuffle. Especially if the album goes hard. If the album goes hard, I like all the songs, put it on shuffle, and let's get it. Let's listen to it. But, um, but yeah, I don't know if Spotify should do that. Um, because a lot of people don't, don't like to listen to song in order all the time you know maybe some of them are just like me and they just listen to it once in order just to see what the artist is thinking and feeling uh, because that's why that's why i do it and um but other than that like listen to it once in order and then after that you should be able to put it on shuffle if that's the only album you want to listen to me on the other hand i just take whatever songs i like and then put in my playlist and bada bing bada boom let's go <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that's not, <clears throat> that's the only random news that I got for today that I wanted to talk to, talk about, share with you guys. And, um, but yeah, let's move on to the next section. Starting off with the TV news, Blade Runner and Alien TV shows currently in development from Bradley Scott. Bradley Scott has confirmed that a Blade Runner TV series is in development alongside Alien. Both TV shows are being eyed for an 8-10 episode season 
with the Blade Runner pilot already finished being written. That's going to be very exciting. They're going to take the two popular... I want to say Blade Runner was the 80s movies. I believe it is or it was. Because um, I know Harrison Ford is in it. There's two of them. Blade Runner 2040 or 44, 42. I don't know what it's called. But it's with Ryan Gosling in it. <clears throat> and, uh, Harris, old Harrison Ford. Uh, but I know there's another one with Harrison Ford in it. A younger Harrison Ford. Um, that's all I really pretty much know about it. Funny thing about it, about that movie, is that I actually own it, and I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I bought it whenever um, a movie rental place was going out of business and selling other movies, and uh, I went ahead and grabbed it. But I still haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, that one, and Alien. Uh, never really watched Alien. I think the main reason is because I thought it was a scary movie. It's a horror movie, so I was too scared to watch it. <laughs> Julie's a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But it's whatever. I can admit it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that should be exciting to watch. Kevin Spacey owes $31 million in damages for being fired from House of Cards. Kevin Spacey has been ordered to pay $31 million to the studio behind House of Cards after he was fired from the final season following sexual misconduct allegations. His conduct was found to be in violation of the terms of his contract. It's very interesting to hear from about Kevin Spacey. Uh, he's been known to be in a lot of things. I know he's in a video game as well. I think it's Black Ops 2 or 3. Or is it Advanced Warfare? I think it's one of the Call of Duty games he's in. I think it's Advanced Warfare. But uh, yeah. I don't really know much about the show House of Cards either. Like, a lot of drama TV shows don't really capture my eye from the get-go. But if I see a lot of people talking about it and saying that it's good, it's good to watch, then maybe I'll give it a look. I'll give it a gander. And uh, we'll go from there. Because i actually been wanting to try to expand my... TV genres that I would be interested in watching because really all I watch is just sitcoms, comedies, um, anime, and that, if that even counts as uh, as watching TV. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Korea is killing it with their series, Hellbound. Dethroned Squid Game as most watched shows on Netflix. Um, wait, is Hellbound a... No, Hellbound's a TV show, I think, on Netflix. Or if, if not, it's a movie. Um, but yeah, uh, Hellbound is another show that came that comes from South Korea. And it dethroned Squid Game. But it kind of makes sense because, you know, Squid Games is only, what, 10 episodes in one season? So, I mean, I'm pretty sure when Season 2 comes out for Squid Game, Squid Game's going to be back on top. Um, I mean, because you don't expect a TV show or a movie to last forever on top, do you? It always changes. And then speaking of Squid Game, a man who smuggled Squid Game copies into North Korea is to be killed by, fire, by a firing squad. Um... 
I'm sure everybody knows about this, but North Korea has strict rules about what is let into the country, let alone what is watched, what is being able, what people are able to be, ah, what people are able to watch on their TVs, what is on their internet, and all that good stuff. North Korea has very strict rules, and apparently this guy smuggled uh, the, the... the show Squid Game, copies of it to North Korea. They caught him, and now he has been sentenced to death. Um, very tragic, very sad, and very scary. I'm. I just want to say I'm glad I don't live there. <laughs> oh man. And another news with uh, Squid Game. There's a guy named Mr. Beast who's a famous YouTuber, has a lot of money, and uh, he cr- recreated the Squid Games. The show is Squid Games. All every single uh, game that they have in there, and he ha- got real people to play for real money. Four hundred and fifty-six thousand dollars was the cash prize. I watched a little bit of this on YouTube, and people, even though people lost, people still went home with some kind of money. Of course, it depends on which round you were you exited on. Uh, some people left with two thousand dollars just for playing a couple of games, even though they lost. They still got that. So it, it, this guy has a crap ton of money, <laughs> just giving it away. And it was funny. I saw the application too for uh, to join this thing because he got four hundred and fifty-six random people to join his crusade and redid the squid games and whoever won at the end got four hundred fifty-six thousand dollars, almost half a million it's crazy but when i saw that i was like nah i can't do that <laughs> i can't go to california to do this well maybe i should have maybe i could have won <laughs> who knows who knows the world will never know this season premieres on January 9th, and what I am talking about is Euphoria. Uh, Zendaya shared season 2 trailer back on Wednesday. And um, so, yeah, all you Euphoria um, fans, get ready for that. Um, I didn't click on it to see when the season launches, but the season 2 trailer is out, so if you want to check that out, go on ahead. Meet the new Fresh Prince of Bel Air in the trailer for Will Smith's reboot of his hit, of his hit '90s show. Uh, they're doing a reboot of Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but it's called Bel Air. Um, and they just introduced a new Will Smith on Sun Saturday. Sorry, and um, but I believe this is a show that the. the it's been talked about for a good while. I think I talked about it in previous episodes way back when. But I think it was just a thought. Now it's actually a thing. And I, at first I didn't even know Will Smith was behind it. But now he is. And I really don't know much about the show. I want to say it's about him making the show or acting in the show. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, get ready for that. Hawkeye has launched. It launched on November 24th. And the episode one and two, I'm sorry. I got 
stuck. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, episode one and two is already out uh, for Hawkeye. And uh, IGN already gave it a score. I believe it's both episodes. Uh, they gave it a seven. In a universe full of likable characters, Haley Steinfeld's Kate Bishop instantly soars to the upper echelon and helps make a show about the most boring adventure genuinely joyful. The surrogate father-daughter relationship between her and Jeremy Rayner's Clint Barton may be a tropy foundation, but it works and paves the way for the oft-diminished Archer to evolve into a much more engaging character. An instance on exploring Kate Bishop's dual family life takes up enough time to ensure Hawkeye's aim isn't completely true, but it doesn't prevent the mismatched duo at its heart from being a real delight. Interesting. Interesting. I, I actually been wanting to watch it, but I've been trying to watch these shows in order. I still haven't finished What If. Um, I believe I have like three episodes left. Um, but yeah, I need to get on it. I need to catch up. <laughs> Speaking of Hawkeye, Hawkeye is set two years after Endgame. Director Rise Thomas confirmed where Hawkeye fits in the timeline, making it the latest MCU project we've seen take place after the events. Uh, I'm assuming, I mean, of course, other than um, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, that's the movie. So, uh, yeah. Also, it's rumored that Kingpin might show up in Hawkeye. The comic accurate Kingpin is coming to Hawkeye series? We don't know. We hope. Uh, but the version of Kingpin that we're about to see in Marvel Studios Hawkeye episode 4, 5, and 6 will reportedly be the huge one with a fat suit and CGI used to bring him close to comic accuracy. It's not going to be a, a, bald, a normal bald guy. It's going to be the actual, like, like Spider-Verse version. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. That's what I meant. <clears throat> and last news that we have. It is rumored that Jim Carrey might be playing as MODOK. According to a recent post from the moderator team on the Marvel Studios Spoilers subreddit, actor Jim Carrey has been cast as Marvel villain MODOK for multiple MCU projects. The leak revealed Carey will appear in multiple Disney Plus series, potentially as early as She-Hulk. Additionally, a source stated that MODOK will appear in 2023's Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania, although that particular information remains unverified. Um, it's very interesting because uh, I do have news about Ant-Man and Wasp and the movie section, which we're about to get to in a bit. And um, also, there's actually a cartoon show or car an animated there's that's what i'm looking for animated show uh of modok in on hulu if you want to check that out it i don't think it has anything to do with the mcu because it's supposed to be like a adult funny type thing but uh yeah very interesting news Moving on to movie news, Riley Scott blames audiences brought up on fucking cell phones for a recent box office bomb. His words, not mine. <laughs> this guy likes to cuss a lot. <laughs> Is he me? <laughs> but, uh, 
Riley Scott says The Last Duel, which reportedly earned $27 million against a $100 million budget performed poorly because of audiences brought up on these fucking cell phones. The millennial, millennial do not ever want to be taught anything unless you told it on the cell phone. Let me tell you this. That is not true. And if it is, it's definitely not the millennials. Millennials. <laughs> okay? Because I am one and that is not true. Uh, I, this is actually a movie that looked interesting to me. I actually wanted to go see it. But now he's talking shit about millennium. Mill- Why do I keep saying that? Millennials? Hell no, we ain't doing We're not going to see this. <laughs> no, I'm still going to go see it probably. But, um... But I, I think this guy just doesn't realize that, you know, we're still in somewhat of a pandemic and a lot of people are not going to the movies. If it's not coming out on HBO Max, then nobody's, nobody's really going to watch it. HBO Max, Stars app, uh, I know it won't be on no Disney Plus because it's not a Disney movie, but, you know, that's also a thing. Some people, ever since they started releasing movies on the same day as uh, theaters to H to uh, these streaming apps, people have just been staying home and watching it there. So if it's not, if you don't have it going on there, then maybe that's why you're not being successful. Because I can guarantee you that people would watch it if you let it open. And you know what? That's another thing. He's talking about. Being on the cell phones all the time. If, if you know that's what's happening, then won't, why don't you release your movie on one of these apps? <laughs> then your movie will be doing great. <laughs> Problem solved. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Another thing with Riley Scott, he blames apathetic millennials. Of oh wait, no, I already said that. I'm sorry. It's just a different format. Um, but yeah, dude, come on. Just get with the times. Get with the streaming program. <laughs> John Krasinski. Ah, Krasinski. Ah, I fucking hate myself. <laughs> John Krasinski is voicing Superman and DC League of Super Pets. John revealed on Twitter that he'll play Superman opposite of the Wayne Johnson's Crypto, the Superdog, in the upcoming animated film DC League of Super Pets. I've actually seen a trailer for this and it actually looks pretty good it doesn't look bad um and i think the way like everybody voices matches with their character the only one voice that doesn't match is kevin hart being i don't even know what kind of dog this is but it's like almost a rottweiler i guess you could say but not tech not brown not having a brown mouth like i guess maybe he's old i don't know but if you watch the trailer and you see kevin hart's character which is a dog the, the voice doesn't match the dog. <laughs> I'm expecting like a more deeper, more serious tone voice for that dog. And I don't know. I mean, to me, it just doesn't match. But I don't know. I'm not the uh, director of that movie. It's not my movie. <laughs> Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. It's not the worst video game adaptation or even the worst Resident Evil movie. But those bars are pretty low. Director Johannes Roberts does deserve credit for sticking much more closely to the source material than Paul W.S. Anderson, but a short runtime, a rushed third act, and lack of elements to make it truly scary hold it back immensely. 
IGN gave it a score of 6. Saying, the movie should serve as decent fun for fans of the Resident Evil games, if only to find all the Easter eggs and references scattered throughout. So what they're saying, uh, I believe is Resident Evil 2. Uh, it's a game that was way, made way back when, uh, that was released on PlayStation 1. And uh, it's basically mimicking that game, game that video game. So... Um, if you're a big fan of the Resident Evil games, go ahead and watch the movie. You might like it. You might even like it better than what the IGN people are saying. Star Wars sequel trilogy characters will live on. Certainly, those are not characters we're going to forget. They will live on. And those are conversations that are going on with the creative team as well. This comes from Ka uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Um, Lucasfilm head Kathleen Kennedy didn't give too much else away, but with the number of Disney Plus series coming from the galaxy far, far away, it seems unlikely that we wouldn't see more from the likes of Ray, Poe, Finn, and Rose. And to be honest, that's a good thing. <laughs> because, I mean, I don't care what people say. The, that sequel trilogy is trash. I hate it. And I'm a Star Wars fan. I hate it. I hate it with all my guts. If there was a way to erase this, go back in time to where this never was never made, let it still be an idea, but let it be done better. With more, put more time and effort in it. Don't change directors. And if you change directors, make sure they're on the same page as where the story is going. Because I think that's what really messed this sequel up. Is that you start from... The, the Force Awakens, and it's a decent movie. It's not bad, but it's not that great, you know? Then you go into the second one, which is, I don't even know what it's called. I forgot what it's called. The Last Jedi, right? Yeah, The Last Jedi. And it's about nothing about Jedi. It's like, what? What? It's talking about gambling, and then they're talking about all, it's, the, the story goes way over left field. And then we get back into the third one, and it's like, what happened in the middle? What like what happened to the journey? Like, cause that middle movie does not connect at all. <laughs> I mean, that's just me, but I don't know. Maybe I'm too much of a art critic on Star Wars. <clears throat> Jurassic World Dominion trailer shows dinosaurs 65 million years in the past. Uh, the five-minute-long Jurassic World Dominion prologue set 65 million years ago is here. There's a trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. If you want to see it, check it out. I haven't seen it. I, I, I've been wanting to watch it, but I've been busy, you know. There's things I got to do. Moving on, Chris Pratt isn't doing Mario's Italian accent. Mario Bros. movie co-producer Chris Melendandri, mm, ah, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, Chris, the uh, co-producer, said the voice Chris Pratt is doing for us and Mario is phenomenal before confirming that it won't have any specific Italian leanings or influence. To be honest, I think that makes it worse. 
I mean, because we all know Mario is a Mamma Mia, it's a Mia Mario. Like, and I, I, I know 100%. That's what everybody was expecting from Chris Pat. And now you're saying that he, that Mario's not gonna have an Italian accent if it's. I mean, I know he's changing his voice. It's not gonna be his regular voice, but still, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I guess this is this is one of those situations that you gotta wait to see. You gotta see to believe. You gotta see if it works. Because I mean, I pointed out in the in earlier that you no, know, Kevin Hart's voice doesn't match one of his characters in this Super Pets whatever movie that's called. So I can tell like if this voice does not match for Mario for the way he looks. Uh, I'm gonna say the movie's not gonna do do too good. I mean, it's already a lot of high expectations for this movie just because it's a Mario movie. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And of course, the news I was talking about earlier in the TV shows: Ant Man and the Wobs Quantuminium has wrapped up filming. Um. It is set to release in 2023, according to director Peyton Reed. And why I say that's important is because there was rumors that uh, Jim Carrey is going to be playing as Modog, and we might see him in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Content Mania. So if we do, um, they already filmed those uh, those scenes because they're done filming, and now it's time to put the movie together and wait a whole year so that we could watch it <laughs> but then again but then at the same time we already know like we would already know if he's in that movie or not because it's rumored that he might be seen in disney plus series as early as she hulk so it's one of those we'll, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens mark your calendars marvel's internals announces disney plus debut date that date is starting or is going to be sometime in january 2022 so may i guess i could say a month it's practically december already so a month from now eternals will be available on disney plus so if you haven't seen it it's going to be a good time to go see it then new predator movie will take place 300 years ago the next installment of the Predator franchise will be a prequel called Prey. It will take place 300 years ago in the Comanche Nation and will be directed by Dan Chancherberg. Uh, Prey will hit Hulu summer of 2022. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child teaser trailer Warner Brothers Pictures Wizarding World teaser trailer has been released. This was on Saturday. Uh, if you want to check that out, it's going to be on YouTube, presented by Runner Brothers. So that's how you know it's legit. <laughs> Red Notice is on track to be Netflix's biggest movie. Red Notice has been viewed for over 278 million hours viewed since it, it was released and after just 10 days in the most watched Netflix film ever. It's on track to overtake Bird Box, which reached 282 million hours viewed in its first four weeks. Um, dang. Caught up to Bird Box real quick. I've heard good things about this movie. Um, a co-worker of mine actually said I should watch it. 
that's actually a good movie so maybe this weekend i don't think i have any plans this weekend so maybe this weekend i'll take a gander at it i'll look at it see what's up say yo what's up TikTok writing star and Texan lands first movie role in Eva Longoria's Flaming Hot project. Uh, for those people who do not know, these are th- these these guys or the kid. It's called the Inky Boys. Um, they were discovered on TikTok. This little kid literally knows every word to every TikTok he does and does everything perfectly from the mouthing to the acting and it's just phenomenal it's just amazing that a little kid can do this <laughs> um i want to be him when i grow up <laughs> but uh yeah he, he's been grinding and doing tiktoks and being getting popular on tiktok and uh some people have finally noticed him about maybe him being a an actor a good actor a great actor so uh he finally lands his first uh film role which is going to be in eva longoria's flaming hot so be on the lookout for that, for the H-Town boys, hometown boys, being in the movie. Gorillas is turning its iconic animation into a movie. I didn't get, really get much into the details of this, but the Gorillas, if you don't know who they are, they, they are artists, they are a band, they are a group that makes music. And um, their music videos are always uh, animated. They have their own characters that they draw. I think they draw. If not, somebody else draws it for them. And they've been having the same characters for over like two decades, at least two decades, because I'm 27. And they've been around since then. And uh, their music is great. Their music is awesome. I love their music. And now they're getting their own movie in their animation. And it's going to be presented by Netflix. So be on the lookout for that. Moving on to Spider-Man. It's been voted that Spider-Man is a Thanksgiving movie. And what Spider-Man I'm talking about is the original Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, the Sam Raimi version of Spider-Man. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Here's your annual reminder that Spider-Man is a Thanksgiving movie. And the reason why is because they have Thanksgiving in that movie. I guess that's all it takes for a movie to be a holiday movie. Because there's also a debate that uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie just because it happens during Christmas. So uh, (laughs) maybe, uh, maybe that's all it is. Hugh Jackman may return in Multiverse of Madness. Hugh Jackman decided to retire from the role after doing Logan in 2017. As per reports, however, Marvel has convinced him to come out of retirement and play the hero again in a new MCU universe rather than the Fox one. It is said that Jackman will make a cameo as a superhero in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness which will be released in 2022. If this happens, if I'm if I'm watching this movie and it happens like he comes out as Wolverine Bro, I'm dead ass crying. I'm crying in the stand. I'm I'm crying in the movie theater. Cause it's gonna be so beautiful to see him finally in the MCU. Cause there's literally nobody else that can play as Wolverine as great as him, dude. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Bro, if oh man, I'm so excited. 
2020 a whole year dude a whole year i, I it just made me want to watch the movie even more it just made me <laughs> want to watch the movie even more dude uh, uh but yeah like i was saying i, I just, I just had to get that out but um Moving on to Spider-Man news, Electro has an arc reactor in Spider-Man No Way Home. If you look closely, you can see Electro wearing a miniaturized arc reactor on his suit in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Its triangular design is reminiscent to the arc reactor Tony Stark created after generating a new element in Iron Man 2. If you don't know what an arc reactor is, it's pretty much what... uh saves iron man in the first movie in the first film keeps him from dying and that's what electro has a little miniature version of it what i'm gonna assume is that it's probably the same thing what it does to tony stark what it's doing to electro because people have noticed that jamie fox is not entirely blue in uh, no way home and um I'm, I, I'm i'm assuming i'm thinking that little art reactor is gonna be is what keeping him from turning blue or being blue in the new Spider-Man No Way Home because he's not blue in that movie. But uh, oh no, we'll see. We we would definitely get an explanation once the movie comes out. J.K. Simmons doesn't want a J. Jonah Jameson spin-off movie. After the first two with Sam Raimi. Friends and people in the business were like, they should do a movie about J. Jonah Jameson. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's coming from J.K. Simmons, uh, who plays the character. And um, to be honest, I think he made the right decision. I mean, because I don't think there's much you can get into about that character. Everybody knows he's a, he's obsessed with Spider-Man. And that's about it. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad he made that call. But also, J.K. Simmons misses his original J. Jonah Jameson hair. I mean, I know this is that news, but I thought it was funny. Uh, J.K. Simmons originally joked in an interview that the MCU version of J. Jonah Jameson doesn't have the same hair as the Raimi version, but that he is the same blowhard who has the same damn mustache and cigar. <laughs> ah, it's funny. Classic J.K. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I call them. We're, we're close friends. But moving on to the last bit of news that I have. After some recent speculation, Tom Holland will remain the Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man into the future. Sony producer Amy Pascal has explained that even with Spider-Man No Way Home still to come, Sony is getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. And it was confirmed by Sony that three more Marvel produced Spider-Man movies after No Way Home. Did I say that right? Sony confirms three more Marvel produced Spider-Man movies after No Way Home. Yes, okay, I said that right. It just, it felt weird coming out. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get a new trilogy of Spider-Man, MCU Spider-Man 4, 5, and 6 with Tom Holland in the works. And of course, this is all revealed by Sony. So uh, that's gonna be interesting because there was talks about Tom Holland saying that this might be his last Spider-Man movie. Of course, he doesn't wanna play Spider-Man for the rest of his life because he said to himself, if he's, if he's playing Spider-Man the rest of his life, then 
he's done something wrong. He wants to do other projects. He wants to get into other things, other diff- like different movies, and which is good for him. He should be wanting that. Sony confirms something to show on Spider-Verse 2 is coming very soon. When asked about how things were going on the sequel, Sony producer Amy Pascal said it's going to be fantastic. And I, there's no doubt that it's going to be fantastic. I'm just wanting to see what the story is going to be about. To see if they bring more Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, of course, if you don't remember, it's an animation uh, with Miles Morales. Uh, fighting against Kingpin and Doc Ock and the Green Goblin and Scorpion. Um, it was on Netflix. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know if Disney Plus took it from them. Uh, that might be it. That might be it. Spider-Man No Way Home ticket demand seemingly crashes theater websites. For those of you who do not know, I think today was the first day, maybe it was yesterday, I'm not sure, that um, uh, ticket sales for Spider-Man No Way Home went up online. And that that created the websites, theater websites, to crash. Although most began to come back online eventually, Websites are still grappling with the high volume of users, with the likes of AMC adding a queuing system to help cope with the influx of customers. Um, But the bad thing about this is that scalpers are listing Spider-Man No Way Home tickets online for $25,000 after ticket sale websites experienced severe lag and outages last night. So yeah, it started last night. But yeah, I mean, what? Scalpers are selling Spider-Man No Way Home tickets for thousands of dollars. It's like, bro, like, like, how can we ever stop bots from doing this? Because it's the same thing with with PlayStations and Xboxes. Like, it's the whole reason why we can't get them. And now they're doing it with with movie tickets. It's just ridiculous. That's why I wait for the day to come out just to see if I can find a spot, and then I'm there. As long as I'm able to watch it that week and it comes out. I'm Gucci. I'm good. And if not, I tell you, I stay away from spoilers. That's it. But come on. Moving on to gaming news, Xbox has been sending Xbox anniversary gift packages to random fans. Xbox has been sending anniversary packages to fans, which include their gamertag Etch and Crystal, a 12-month gift card to Game Pass, and a special Halo-themed controller. Bro, if PlayStation, if PlayStation ever does anything like this, bro, I should be the first one. <laughs> Cause I've been, I've been having a PlayStation since day one, since the, since the time I can hold it, my first controller, PlayStation One. I didn't have a lot of games, you know, but I played the demo that came with the PlayStation One, uh, Mr. Digger, Frogger, and Tetris. Yes, that's me. Right there, boy. And then PlayStation 2 came along, and that's where I grew as a gamer. And PlayStation 3 is where I tried to become a pro. <laughs> Started hustling, grinding with my friends. And then PlayStation 4, well, I'm still here. I'm working on trying to get that 5, but uh, we'll get there soon. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's pretty cool for Xbox. For those people who've been with Xbox for the past 20 years, I mean, if you're lucky, you might get one of these boxes. Because, I mean, that gamer tag etch into Crystal, like your gamer tag, bro, I, 
I would love one of those. <laughs> that sounds awesome as fuck. But yeah, be on the lookout for that if you're an Xbox fan. You might get one of those. Check your emails. Check your spam. Rockstar Games Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition is now available for the Nintendo Switch. Um, and I think this is after like people was talking mad shit about these trilogies. The quote-unquote definitive edition because a lot of people gave this a lot of crap for their quote-unquote remastered because even though it looks still kind of it looks good it looks better than what it was before it still kind of looks like crap (laughs) and that's what a lot of people are are mad about so now they made it available for the switch (laughs) which doesn't take a whole lot of uh graphics to make it look good halo infinite it's finally out and ign gave it a score of nine multiplayer review halo infinite's multiplayer fully delivering on the series classic feel while also keeping up with the modern day fps competition is a huge achievement With some fantastic map design, a collection of highly engaging modes, excellent weapons, and gear options, and those delightfully bouncy or sticky grenades, Halo Infinite's multiplayer modes put it in the top tier of competitive shooter. Halo Infinite's multiplayer managed to give nostalgic veterans the best of what they remember while also smoothly introducing new players to the joys of Spartan combat. I've actually downloaded this game on my laptop. I have yet to play it. I haven't had time to play it. I'm sorry, guys. My whole squad is is the only reason why I actually know that this game is out. That I'm actually able to play this game. Um, But maybe over the weekend, after I'm done watching Red Notice, I'll play some Halo Infinite. Maybe I'll stream it, too. I don't know. I don't really have a good setup for streaming right now which is why i haven't been streaming but uh that's neither here nor there <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean I, i've been wanting to get into it because i've been seeing a lot of people play it a lot of people love it the only time i ever played halo really is whenever i was in high school they used to have a pc version um like a demo type deal that you can still play against other people in multiplayer online uh that's pretty much the only kind of halo i ever played like, Cause like I said, I was a PlayStation kid. I wasn't really into Xbox. I wasn't into Xbox like that. But um, but yeah, I'm gonna start getting into it. I'm gonna try to. Star Citizen is a game and has raised 400 million since 2012, and still hasn't been released. Since being announced back in 2012, Star Citizen has raised over 400 million in funding, despite the fact that the game still hasn't been released. I don't even know what this game is. I mean, since 2012, it's more than likely has been forgotten. And it's a wonderment of how this, how the uh, producers or whatever for the, for this game is still collecting money to make it and release it. <laughs> like, what? DC Universe Online developer is working on a Marvel MMO. According to a recent investor presentation, DC Universe Online developer Dimensional Inc. Studios is working on a Marvel IP-based massive multiplayer online game. I should have looked up what MMO is. 
because I have they have a lot of Avenger games out. Uh, from what I thought it was was pretty much like a Mortal Kombat or like a uh, Injustice type deal kind of fighting game. It may be it, but I could be wrong. And of course, last but not least, we have some Apex Legend news. Aim Assist could be next on the chopping block in Apex Legends. For those of you who do not know, who do not play the game, who do not keep up with Apex Legends, a couple of months ago, uh, the developers for Apex Legends, the uh, people at Respawn, decided to take away tap strafing from the PC players because they were the only ones who were able to do it. If you played against against if you played against a control a person who plays on the controller, they weren't able to do it. They weren't able to keep up with the movement, and it, to them it seemed unfair. But with that happening, a lot of PC players started, uh, or they started bringing up to them about aim assist. It's like, well, we don't have aim assist. How's that fair for us? Like, all they have to do is be in the general area. Of, of where they're aiming at and shoot and they're locked onto us and they're killing us where we have to actually aim and um so i mean people are responding thinking about taking the aim assist away from controller players um, when the uh, latest season launched season 11 came out um uh respawn actually forgot to uh Turn on the aim assist for controller players, but to be honest, I think they're just trying to test out to see how people will react to see if anybody noticed. And uh, of course, people did notice. And um, but uh, I mean, but like I said, when with aim assist off, I was doing pretty good, pretty decent still. So I mean, it's no thing to me. <laughs> I'm still good at Apex, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, but I mean, I, I mean. If, that, if that's the case, why, why don't you give Tap Strafe and not back to PC and we just don't play against PC players at all? <laughs> that's a that's a great fix. We'll just play against Xbox. It should be the Nintendo versus PlayStation versus Xbox. That's it. Just keep it like that. Moving on to sports news, Giants fire offensive coordinator Jason Garrett after loss to the Buccaneers. This happened last week, actually, and um, it's not very uh, surprising. Uh, we all know Jason Garrett's not a great coach, not a great offensive coach, even when he was with the Cowboys. Um, but yeah, that happened. The former NFL Pro Bowler is now looking for a new team. Who is that you can ask? As Philip Lindsay, the Texans cut him after a brief stint with the team. And it's very interesting to me because uh, for the running backs that they do have, they have uh, David Johnson still, and they don't have Mark Ingram. They sent him to the Saints, and they got rid of Philip Lindsay. It's like Texans, what are y'all doing? Like, are y'all trying to lose on purpose? Like, Fintip Lindsay isn't a great running back, but he's better than David Johnson. I mean, if you ask me, he is. Just because he's younger. <laughs> I mean, David Johnson's not going to play. He might play for, what, two more years? I don't even know how much, how many years is left on his contract. But Texans, like, what are y'all guys doing? Like, holy crap. I just, I, I just don't know. 
And other news of releases, the Tennessee Titans have waived running back Adrian Peterson um, after a brief, brief, oh, brief, well, not even a word, <laughs> after a brief um, time with them, uh, they brought him on as soon as Derrick Henry was injured, and uh, which I believe was like two weeks ago. Um, but it's kind of sad seeing like nobody kind of wants Adrian Peterson. He's a Hall of Famer, for sure. Uh, but uh, maybe his time's up. Maybe he's done playing uh, football. <laughs> the New York Giants are in perfect position to make a move. NFL Insider Notebook Giants should be and can be all in on acquiring Russell Wilson. Don't know how much of a possibility that's going to be, considering that the Seahawks that that's that's a Seahawks number one guy. That's the Seahawks quarterback. I I mean, do you really picture Russell Wilson playing for another team? I mean, he's still pretty good. I mean, he's just dealing with injuries. I mean, um, I don't know. But if the Colts pull it off, I mean, I'm sorry, not the Colts, the Giants. If the Giants pull it off, then oh boy. I won't say they're going to be a better team, but for Russell Wilson, I, I don't think it's going to be any much better for him. I think his stats will go down lower. Just because, like, for the Giants, their O-line sucks. Their defense is not that great. They have one wide receiver who can play. The other ones are always injured. One tight end. They got a beat-up running back right now. Uh, I just don't see it being a good fit for for Russell Wilson, but as the Seahawks trade him, that's they they did him dirty. <laughs> just to say that, <laughs> that would be very surprising if they do that. <clears throat> In other news, Justin Reed was suspended for one game versus the Jets. Or for the game versus the Jets after challenging head coach David Cully's coaching during team meeting. What kind of thing is that? Just because like you're a coach, you don't like the other players calling you out on the things that you're doing on the and so you bench him, you, you suspend him a game because you don't like the way he's talking to you about about how you're going about things. It's like what? Of course, I don't know what's been what was said or how things were said, but still. I would question him too. I question him now. There's things that he does during the game where it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, are you are you not thinking? Like, what? And then of course this last game, this was yesterday or two days ago that it was uh, t- the it was announced that he was suspended, and um, and then the the Texans and then blew them to the Jets when they could have won the game. The, the Texans are so bad this year. Even with Tyrod Taylor coming back. Oh my goodness. And I, to, be, to be honest. Let's let's just be honest here. A lot of it has to do with the head coach. I mean, I, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Texans need to get it together, bro. And real quick. Because uh, what is happening now. What they're doing now. It just ain't it. And in other news of football, the USFL has announced its eight team. 
The Spring Football League debuts in April 2022 with Fox Sports as its broadcast partner. USFL is an old football league that was pretty much like, I guess, the minor league for football, I guess you could say. Uh, but there's going to be eight teams. They're, they are the Michigan Panthers, Birmingham Stallions, New Jersey Generals, Houston Gamblers, Philadelphia Stars, New Orleans Breakers, Pittsburgh Maulers, and Tampa Bay Bandits. Um, that is going to be set going into April of 2022, which is next year, about five months from now. And uh, so very exciting that we're going to get football during springtime or summertime, I guess you could say, whatever. So it's going to be football all year round because um, in this league, there's been known in the past that a couple of Hall of Famers and uh, professional football players in the NFL uh, came from this league to play for professional teams and they did well. So I think that's what it's trying to do. Because I think uh, the XFL, uh, what used to be, which lasted like like half a season. <laughs> because, I mean, a thing of it has to deal with COVID, but <clears throat> uh, that's what XFL, some players who were uh, playing for the XFL um, got picked up by professional teams. So I know the uh, Houston team, their, quarter, their main quarterback, Number one quarterback got picked up by the Carolina Panthers. I believe he's still playing for them. I am not entirely sure. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have football all year round. Moving on to basketball news. Christmas came early for the 14-2 Warriors. Well, this was back on November 21st. I'm pretty sure the record is different now. But uh, Clay Thompson is nearing a return. Clay Christmas. Clay Thompson is trending toward a return the week before Christmas. And the uh, Warriors have been doing very well this season. I believe right now they're 18 and 2 or 19 and 2. And uh, it may be different. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't really keep up with basketball like that. But um, with them doing so great, and then that's without Clay Thompson. And to be honest, Stephen Curry is doing all the work. He's been putting the team on his back. He's having an MVP season right now. So uh, we might see Golden State back in its uh, in its golden days, trying to bring back the uh, the power and this and the shine that they used to have. <laughs> The John Wall situation is pretty wild. He's traveling with the Rockets, sitting on the bench in uniform, but isn't playing. I don't know how that benefits the Rockets or Wall. Right now, John Wall's salary for the 2021 and 2022 season is $44,310,840. That's someone he's getting paid this year for sitting on the bench. Holy crap. Can I be John Wall? <laughs> uh, that's just very interesting. Uh, because John, uh, the reason why John Wall's not playing, he's he's being benched. He he's putting himself on the bench. He stated that he doesn't want to play for the Rockets. Uh, he doesn't want to be part of the team. He wants to be somewhere else. And s until then, he's going to be sitting on the bench. So, I mean, 
as long as you're still getting paid, I probably do. I probably do the same because Rockets are not going anywhere. Rockets are not doing anything this season. Uh, it's more of a chemistry build-up season because they have a lot of young guys, a lot of rookies, and uh, it's just, it's not gonna be a great year. It's it's not a great year for Houston teams. Um, I mean, we just lost the World Series, the Houston Astros, uh, back in November, beginning of November. And then the Texans have been doing horrible. Pretty, they're pretty much playing for the number one draft pick. And then you got the Houston Rockets that are just, oh, just not that great. I mean, they still have a lot of season to play, but it's, it's, uh, it's just not looking great. <laughs> uh, it, I think Houston fans, sports fans, are just waiting for... Uh, spring to come so that baseball can start so we have something to cheer about you know and then we're gonna have the USFL being a thing so and we're gonna have a Houston team so we'll have something to cheer about uh, then as well until we get to regular NFL and then we'll have to be sad again <laughs> oh man it's it's so sad being a Houston sports fan <laughs> that's why I love sports I don't love a certain Team. I mean, I do love a certain team. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I say that, but I, I love sports in general as well. Now, a big topic that's been happening over this week, um, LeBron James and Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart uh, got into a, a bit of a scaffold. Um, it was a point where uh, they're in the game. They're uh, one guy shooting the free throw. Um, Isaiah Stewart is uh, trying to box out LeBron James. LeBron James getting irritated uh, with his hands. It was Isaiah Stewart's hands on LeBron James. And he kind of like shoves his hand away while also like swinging his elbow. And uh, of course, you know, it, when you look at the tape, LeBron, it doesn't look like LeBron James is trying to do it on purpose. In my eyes, he's not doing it on purpose. But um, he actually catches Isaiah Stewart uh, on the head and he starts to bleed. And, um, you know, LeBron James is trying to apologize, trying to talk to the guy. And then the guy's just all of a sudden just snaps and is trying to fight LeBron James. He's trying to get to him and everybody's trying to hold him back. LeBron James is like, like, bro, I don't care. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm trying to apologize to you and you're acting like this. And it's like, uh... So Isaiah Stewart is walking back, you know, pretending he's cool and all. Then all of a sudden he's trying to charge again. And LeBron James is like, bro, like, it's just a game. Accidents happen. Get over it. Be a man. No, I'm just playing. But, um, make, I mean, because I played basketball back in high school and that always happened to me. You know, I was a short kid. It happened to me all the time. Going up for rebounds and people would have their elbows out. Trying to create space and room. I got caught with those elbows. I didn't care. I kept on playing. <laughs> Afterwards, after the game, that's when you cry. <laughs> but uh, Anthony Davis spoke on the confrontation between LeBron and Isaiah Stewart after the Los Angeles Lakers win over the Detroit Pistons, saying, Everyone in the league knows Braun is not a dirty guy. As soon as he did it, he looked back and told him, My bad. I didn't try to do it. And, of course, you know, you can see that in a video. Um, it wasn't on purpose uh, Anthony Davis said uh, he said we wanted to get the win for LeBron because 
uh, at the end of it, both LeBron and Isaiah Stewart were ejected from the game, which was um, expected because of the whole thing going on. Uh, but then later on, uh, LeBron James was suspended for one game, and Isaiah Stewart was suspended for two games uh, for the Rose and the altercation during the Lakers and Pistons on uh, Sunday night. Not this past Sunday, but two Sundays ago. And um, when that happened, LeBron James was pretty much confused about why he was being suspended. But uh, uh, it it, kind of confused me too as well because it's not like LeBron James was doing anything to escalate a fight. But, uh, I mean, he got suspended after... Uh, like in his 19 year career of playing basketball this is the first time he ever gets suspended um but that guy Isaiah Stewart got two games and I'm pretty sure it's because you know he tried to escalate the situation try to create a fight when there was not supposed to be one and when there wasn't there shouldn't have been one in the first place but um I don't know. I mean, these guys nowadays in the in, in, in the NBA all just want to be tough guys. They want to pretend that they're one of five. They're ready to throw down, which we all know nothing is going to happen. The NBA is a is a bunch of sissies. <laughs> don't let any of them hear that from coming from me, because then they're gonna come jump me. <laughs> but I mean, I'm being serious. I mean, because like back in the days, back in the '90s, you know, somebody get an elbow, you know, they kept playing. You know, it box out. Somebody get frustrated. You know, so I mean, Metal World Peace was the big, the known guy for starting fights, for getting into fights, and so I mean, like, why why did the NBA have to change this? I mean, um, I don't know, I don't know, but it, it's like. I think these guys just try to put on persona that they're big tough guys, and maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe they're not. Like I said, I don't know. But it's like we all know nothing's gonna happen. Why are you acting like this? Stop being a fool and and play the game. Otherwise, you don't get paid. It's like come on now, come on. And then of course, Skip Bayless wants to make a, a, a wacky take. Saying that LeBron's legacy was on the line uh, that night. And he ruined it with his elbow. And uh, it's like, Skip, what are you talking about? LeBron's still going to be LeBron. LeBron's still going to be remembered. If Isaiah Stewart doesn't do anything with his NBA career, it's going to be long gone and forgotten. Nobody's going to remember it. Nobody's going to remember him. All they're going to remember is that one time that LeBron James got suspended. Just because a guy wanted to fight him. Shut up, Skip. You're so stupid. And then later on, uh, LeBron, in a a different game, LeBron was triggered by alleged brawny slander from Pacers fan. LeBron said, there's a difference between cheering on your home faithful, and then there's moments where it goes outside the lines. A uh, witness says that Pacers fans were ejected for making horrific comments about Bronny James towards LeBron James. Uh, of course, if you know who Bronny James is, this is uh, LeBron James' oldest son. 
Uh, and apparently they were saying bad things about, you know, hoping he dies or something like that. It's like, wait, what? Like, ooh, like these supposed to be Pacers fans? I understand they're they're trying to like get inside his head, but I mean, you don't say anything like that. Like, what do you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> do you want people talking about that about your kid, about your family member? Like, what? I I don't understand some of these quote unquote fans. What they what goes on in their head? But, um, I mean, LeBron James got a little bit of black, uh, backlash, uh, for, uh, for telling the ref to kick these guys out. And to be honest, I would have done the same. It's like, bro, like, I understand it's a game, but you don't say stuff like that about my family, about my kids, you know, not that I have any kids, (laughs) but, um, I would understand, you know, I understand. And then, <laughs> in a different game, it's all about LeBron. Uh, but LeBron James got uh, got fined for a big ball celebration against the Indiana Pacers. Oh, wait, is that the same game? That might be the same game. Um, but, um, yeah, apparently LeBron James made a clutch shot and then he grabbed on his balls. No, no, the balls that's on his body. <laughs> and uh, the NBA saw that and fined him. <laughs> And uh, everybody was talking mess about LeBron. It's like, oh, you want to act big and tough, but you want to throw these people out of the game. It's like, bro, first of all, you even know what was said on the court, what pe- those people were saying. Second of all, LeBron James is able to do that because he's that guy. Okay? He's that guy. <laughs> That is all the news that I have for you guys today. Thank you all for joining in and listening to this new episode that I had, that I created. (laughs) Of course. But, um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy. If you did, go ahead and give me a follow, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening. And, um, yeah. Also, follow me on my Facebook pages, uh, arguing with myself of course as always we can find the same four dudes with the same mustaches and glasses um you can also follow me on lone wolf kid where i stream sometimes i stream uh making episodes although i haven't really done that lately uh i don't really have my whole streaming uh setup so um I've, i've been wanting to stream uh, maybe I'll stream straight to the P- through the PS4. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you did, tell your friends and family about it. Uh, so that they can get in on the uh, latest news going on in uh, movies, TV, video games, and sports. And uh, maybe they have an opinion about these things going on. And um, But yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have anything good to look forward to this weekend. Um, But right now, I'm drawing a blank. I really don't have anything planned. um, Other than going to see Red Notice. (laughs) Or not going to. um, Like, going somewhere to go see it. I'm going to be in bed to see it. Um, But yeah, a couple of movies came out on uh, Thanksgiving Day too. So I might go see a couple of those as well. I know uh, House of Gucci is one of them. And uh, it looks interesting. I might go watch it. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, if anybody wants to take me out on a date, 
uh, <laughs> yeah, just hit me up, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, like I said, thank you all, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, if, I'm trying to think, <laughs> if I have anything else to say before I end this podcast, before I end this episode, um, but I don't think so, I don't think so. I do want to say though, uh, I want to apologize if sounds like uh, if I'm stuffy or if my nose is running during the podcast. Um, I still feel a little bit ill uh, over the, from over the weekend, uh, but I do feel a lot better from the uh, first day. So uh, good to hear that, right? Uh, but yeah, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode next week, and uh, peace out.